Welcome back to another episode of Young Black and Bother Podcast. I'm Greg. That's Q. That's Chrissy. Um, I guess Chris will be on later. Ira will be on. And Shay, uh, we'll see when Shay gets back. But either way, we're here. We pretty much took the entire month of December off because, honestly, a, a lot of shit has been in the works. Um, we might as well just start with shooting the shit. So, Chrissy, how have you been, first and foremost? I've been well. I got to come home and see my baby. It's been two weeks with my little person. Um, mm-hmm. And now I'm back. We're working in the hospital, in the clinics and stuff. So I'm wiping ass every day. So send your grandmama to me. I got you. I mean, not oh, your grandma. Yeah, you know. Everybody can send you know, her ass would Her ass would do what she <laughs> like you. So is that. <laughs> And what about you, Q? What you got going on, my friend? Um, so, it's, it, it's, Happy New Year to everybody. This is been gone for like happy forever. Yeah, I forgot about that shit too. <laughs> yes. Um, if you if if you listen to Young Black and Bothered, whether live here on stereo or the recording after we post it, we will be going live tomorrow. Uh, we didn't uh, come. We didn't come back yesterday because. Both Greg and I needed um, some liquid courage to yep. get over the craziness that we both have going on at work. Him, the beginning of a new job, me wanting to um, move on from my current position, even though I just got the, the current position six months ago. But it's been a whole lot, whole lot of craziness and bullshit. Um, so that is the update that we have on in terms of the sports desk. Um, me personally, um, things have been going semi well outside of outside of work. <laughs> outside of work, mm-hmm. things have been going pretty well. Um, this weekend, I'm going down to uh, to see my kids that I haven't seen because they live 436 miles away. So um, I haven't seen them since May. Um, so they don't know that I'm com- they don't know that I'm coming. So it's a complete surprise to them. Um, it's a complete surprise. They will know when I show up at the door. Uh, sometime Friday evening or at the the delayed birthday party that we're having for the twins on Saturday. So shh, don't tell them. Oh Lord. <laughs> Don't tell them. But then again, I have to really say that now because all three of them have cell phones now. Mm-hmm. All three of them have cell phones now. I don't know if they know anything about podcasts yet. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I'm 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 super excited. Um, super excited to be back around my babies. Mm-hmm. Those of you who have kids. Those of you who have kids, and if you're, if you're um, away from them from any moment of time, whether it's a couple of hours, you know, that the time that you're at work, or if you're, oh, or if, you, you know, you um, live far away, <laughs> if you, you know, you live far away from them. Or you know, have to work, you know, for work or whatever, per, whatever reason. You want to be around your babies, and it just yeah. and it brings you great, great joy when you're able to see them again. So I'm gonna have that moment this weekend. 
and just soak up. So um, the oldest, Aaliyah, will be 12 in March. Jesus Christ. She just had, so she had her, um, she gives this card, loud ass card going by. Um, She had her first recital, her first concert last week. Um, She plays the, so yeah, she plays the cello. It just costing me a whole lot of money to rent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why she had to pick the most expensive instrument to play, I don't, I would never understand, but kids. Um, but yeah, she had her first concert. She, she was, she was incredible in it. Her first thing was after I, you know, I texted her, after her, her uncle texted me the video of what was going, um, texted me a video of her playing. And she was like, and, you know, of course, I was effusive with my praise. Like, you was incredible. You was incredible, honey. And she was like, I couldn't hear myself play. It was so loud. But I thought I did very well. I'm like, you did very well, sweetheart. <laughs> and um, the, the twins are now nine. The twins are nine. Like I just said they, they both got cell phones for uh, their birthday presents. As, as part of their birthday presents, and the minute my son got his phone, um, he called me. He's like, "Daddy, I'm gonna call you. I can call you from my phone now because I have my own phone. You don't have to call. You don't have to call Leah's phone to talk to me. I can call you and text you from my phone." And I said, "Okay, son." <laughs> and then he was like, "I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call and text you tomorrow." Did he call and text me tomorrow? No. <laughs> no, so we got some work to do with him on that note. But um, I, like I said, I mean, I mean, you know, things are going great. I'm healthy. I, I, I'm not. I'm not taking a. I haven't been sentenced to a permanent dirt nap. Um, so mm-hmm. that's a blessing. That's a, you know, that's a blessing. And yeah, that's about it. Oh yeah, and fuck corporate. Oh, oh uh, I, I know it's not unpopular opinions right now, but I have an unpopular opinion. Fuck corporations. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, God, I guess we got to get in me. So I try not to talk a lot because we already got to talk a lot during the show. We got a full docket, completely full docket. But let me just say this: got a new job. Um, put in my two week notice, December ninth. Well, my three week notice, December nineteenth. Very excited. Um, something I've always wanted to do. Everybody was like, Greg, like, yeah, that's the job that you need to take. Um, I took a job basically at a creative agency as their social media manager. Uh, very excited about it. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm probably the most anti-social social person you'll meet because I hate everybody and I don't really like fuck with a lot of stuff, but I use social media probably more than everybody else. So that being said, I got this job. I started it. On Monday, my last day at my firm was on, uh, I want to say that was what, a Friday. And my boss, drunkenly, my previous boss, previously, I guess, at the firm, left me a voicemail that was completely incoherent because he's on vacation in Ethiopia for like eight weeks. So I'm assuming either he missed me or not because it's like, okay, why are you calling me? I don't even work there no more. Then uh, my other coworkers are like, oh, your presence was felt like, you know, we miss you already. I was like, yeah, they should have paid me. Um, basically <laughs> I left the job. <laughs> that, that's how I, I pretty much feel about it. Like I, I missed them too, but not enough to not take this job. You know what I mean? So 
basically this job is everything that uh, white people don't want us to have, in my, in my personal opinion. Um, I got them to pay me 30% more than what I'm currently getting paid. So this is that. Um, I get unlimited PTO. Um, I get to come into the office whenever I want. So I pick just like Tuesday and Thursday. Now I could have just picked Tuesday, but I'm like Tuesday and Thursday is fine. Um, pretty much like we have meetings, like these video conferences, which make up the bulk of the day, which is cool. I'm one of those type of people where I don't like being on video camera, like all day, like meetings and stuff. But luckily, I'm not like the focal point of it. Like I'll speak when I need to speak, and then everybody else kind of like talks their shit while I'm just like staring at them being who they are, which is dope. Um, the job pays for my medical benefits, so I don't have to come out of pocket for that, which is a good thing um, because I was paying roughly like $400 a month in you know like each well not each check but like in a total you know totality of a month about $400 for the baby and I to have medical coverage. So now the baby's on her mom's insurance because it would have still cost me like $200 a month. But I was like, you know what? This job is giving me full coverage. I'll take it. And it's a good coverage. It's a Blue Cross Blue Shield. Really happy about that shit. Um, but most importantly, like they gave me a monitor to use at home, even though I already had one. But I was like, nah, I'll take the free monitor. And they gave me a 2022 MacBook Pro 16-inch. Um, and it doesn't have spyware and shit on it. It doesn't have like, you know, preloaded software just so they can see what we're doing or whatever. Um, I'm very happy about that. Um, I'm supposed to get an office space uh, that was kind of like in the contract, like we were supposed to get office space. But they got a new office like back in May. Basically, my firm, well, not, I'm sorry, not my firm because I'm thinking, you know, about the old job. But my current job at the creative agency, everybody has like an office. You can have like your own individuality and stuff like that. They turned the office that was supposed to have into guest offices until they figure out the rest of the space. So I'm currently sitting in like an open spot, which is cool. But I guess they realized today they like, yeah, this kind of looked weird. So let's go and like try to expedite that, which is a good thing. Uh, we're in a really secure building because uh, obviously, you know, like a lot of these companies now, they are we call it, like renovating their spaces or they're giving out their spaces. So my job, this shit's so fucking high tech that when I go into work in the, like in the morning, I just literally today I brought my laptop. I had it in my backpack and I just carried it in like that. Um, also, which I thought was really nifty is working with people who are kind of like not tech savvy, but like creatives. They don't want to be in the fucking office that much. I shit you not. My boss told me today, she was like, yeah, I'm going to leave at three because my kid has a basketball game. Um, she was like, I do this quite often. She was like, I think you should do the same thing. Then she messaged me. She was like, you still in the office? She was like, most of us usually try to get up out of there by four because of the traffic and stuff like that. I left at like 4.50 and I was like, yeah, from now on, I'm going to start doing what y'all do. Whenever y'all say y'all leaving, I'm about to be 20 minutes behind y'all. So that, <laughs> you know, has been a, a revelation, you know, getting a job that allows that. I'm very happy. I'm sure there'll be some shit with the job, which is cool because, you know, not everything is perfect. But what I'm learning is in my career change, because I completely changed careers, that um, a lot of the stuff that we do is so antiquated. And a lot of these employers ain't really shit. They don't really care about you or your best interest. And sometimes they don't even realize it's to the detriment of them, like your bosses and stuff like that. They don't see the forest for the trees. And that's how I felt about my firm. So when you see a company like mine who's like, you know what? You can either use PC or Mac. We don't give a fuck what you use. Here's the programs. Um, 
and it, it just works. It's something that I keep telling myself, like now that I work there, I'm like, shit, like I, I wasn't ready or prepared for this much type of like free, like freedom, if you want to call it that, but I'm enjoying it. I'm not going to, you know, abuse it, but I'm very happy at my current job, which is probably why I haven't, you know, had us podcast because honestly, I've just been enjoying, you know, putting in my notice for leave for the last job and just enjoying my time. Q and I, like last night we went out and hung out. And the reason why is I was like, oh, I got to go to work in the morning, but my job wasn't that stressful. Well, I couldn't show up drunk. Obviously I didn't, but it was just dope to, you know, have a couple drinks. I know I had to go to work in the morning, but no, it's not going to be stressful. So very happy about that. That's the update on me. Uh, I didn't want to talk too long about it. I'm just excited. So hopefully y'all get more podcast episodes because I might have a lot of shit for us to talk about when it comes to like social media tech and stuff like that. Um, in terms of the docket, ain't shit changed from 2022. We have obviously first 48. We got the news. We got unpopular opinions. And then we're going to get the fuck up out of here. We've clearly done the shooting the shit thing. So we might as well get into the first 48. That being said, Q, what is first 48 for the people who have never listened to the show, not a part of the show and all that? All right. Um, first 48 is, is the second in our, in our podcast, in which we, um, well, Greg, usually reads, not usually what he does <laughs> um great yeah, it's been a while <laughs> it's been yes it has been a while but great what happened in this segment greg reads a weird uh crime story usually from florida 95 <laughs> um three percent from new jersey the other two the other one one percent the other the other one percent from Georgia or Texas, and then mm-hmm. um, anywhere else, and we have to guess where in the where in the first forty-eight that where in the United States. Um, sometimes international, sometimes it's an international uh, first forty-eight where it happened. Absolutely. So let's get right into it because I think these articles are some wild ones for the, to start twenty twenty-three. Um, and shout out to y'all if, you know, it's been like the first couple weeks of 2023 and you keep signing shit with 2022. I'm doing it as well. So let's get into the first, <laughs> the first article. So first, first article for first 48, two men accidentally set themselves on fire trying to burn down an immigration center. So go to the article. It says, <laughs> it says on Monday night, a ring surveillance camera captured two men dressed in black with masks covering their faces walking up to an immigration, uh, I guess, agency. The two men proceeded to dump the accelerant or gas over the side of the building and parking in front, you know, I guess the parking lot in front of it. As one of the men continued to spread the fuel, a second one squatted over a puddle of the accelerant and tried to light it on fire. Now, anybody... <laughs> that, that's some nigga shit right there. <laughs> that ain't nigga no nigga shit. shit. That's, some, that's white boy. That's white boy shit all day long. That's, white, that's white boy shit from that's the not south. Even, like. That's not even like, okay, so I know I grill. I know Greg, you grill. Yep. And, you know, it's, you know if, it's not a, if it's not a gas grill, if it's not a gas grill, Greg, I know. Great. You you have a great, yeah. you have a propane get grill like yep. that. It's an auto start. But if you got like charcoal, yep. I know sometimes you gotta throw a couple of matches mm-hmm. in. Like you build a charcoal. Like, come on. Are you sick? Yeah. She, she's fucking crazy. All I like, what, say what, what are we doing? What is you doing? Why are you so upset about these? Whatever. I'm, my vote is for motherfucking uh, Alabama. 
<laughs> Shit. Okay. So no, Alabama no, 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 for you. No, Texas. It's got to be. It's Texas. Texas. It's Texas. Yes. All right. Hey, Q, what you got? Florida, Florida, Florida. All right. So Florida and Texas. Texas. It probably is oh Florida. God. Well, but unfortunately, yeah, y- y- y'all are old for one to start 2023. This happened in Bakersfield, California. So it says it, that. What? <laughs> it says that California. the men. You know, yeah, so apparently the second man, you know, squatted over the puddle of gas and then tried to light it on fire. The fire ignited violently and the man sprinted away with le- uh, his leg on fire. The second man panicked and then fell down twice onto his friend who was set on fire. And both of them sprinted away from the scene of the crime. Wait a uh, the man be heard. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yep. Wait a fucking minute. How, mm-hmm. how, how is that possible? Like, you know what? You know what? I, you know I'm gonna shut up now. I'm gonna shut up now. It, so the next, next, it, God damn it, y'all! Yeah, it was definitely. But here's the thing. Here's the best part of this article. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna play this uh, voicemail from this person, uh, Justin Guy. Hopefully, you know it's a nice email or voicemail because you know how I operate. I will block the shit quick. But here we go. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys are still talking about this on your topic, but. I was thinking recently about how I always set resolutions and I never keep them because it's always like one thing and it doesn't matter. And then I was thinking recently beforehand, before the resolutions was like just doing better because as you get older, you want to do better. Then I was thinking, you know what the resolution is, is like not picking one thing, pick a dozen things and do them all just a little bit gooder. You know, I know that's not a (laughs) word, but just a little bit more good, you know, than you were already doing it. That should be the res- yeah. resolution, you know? Yeah. I'm fucking with that. that that's a I'm good one. I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Shout I'm out to Justin Guy. Yeah, just do, just do shit gooder. I'm, you know what? That's my new resolution. <laughs> just do, just shit, do shit gooder. You know what? That's that's the name of the show. Fucking do shit gooder. <laughs> um, yeah, y'all got, y'all got to remind me of it. Actually, yeah, let me see. Let me just go ahead and just name that sh- the episode now. Um let me uh damn he threw me because, off with that you know, one. i thought it was usually usually i go ahead you know january 1st not well 12 o'clock january 1st i'll go ahead i'll go into a quiet place i'm usually somewhere where it's loud mm-hmm. and i'm getting drunk or you know whatever mm-hmm. and i'll go pray and i'll be like you know let me have a good fuck that this year this year first off i had to leave my baby I had to leave my baby um mm-hmm. on on new year so that was fucking horrible like i hadn't seen my baby in almost six months so i had to leave mm-hmm. my baby girl and then i I couldn't focus on like what i'm gonna do better i'm focused on like what i'm doing right now like i got i was literally it was literally like bitch just keep going that's when my new year's resolution has mm-hmm. been like bitch keep going because we're not done yep. we, we, we can be tired all day long but we're not done but shout out yep. to justin i like i have an instructor and he says that is so ungood right now or he says that's mm. gooder than what it's supposed to be. Like, I love it. So, shout out, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going, you know, just do gooder. Or I'm sorry, do shit gooder. Because, yeah, that's, <laughs> damn, that's a good resolution. That That's going to be my resolution from now on. Just do, just do gooder. Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, you got gooder. another voicemail. Let's see what he got. All right, so right now I just copyrighted the word gooder because I said gooder, (laughs) ironically, I didn't realize you were going to take it as a cool thing. So now I have to own gooder. I'm going to have to copyright that. We're going to have to start up a whole fucking YouTube channel for reaction videos called gooder. 
And all right, yep. we'll split it, but you got to let me in on it, man. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we, we got to we gotta figure some shit out. That was a good, that was a, that, that's that a was good a way good, to start uh, the year. That was a gooder. That was a gooder one. <laughs> See, guys, look at guys. that. You know, some, you know, some English teachers gonna, some English teachers gonna be an asshole and be like, "Yeah, it's not good or it's good." It's like, motherfucker, um, you, you, you do better so me, than. So let me, let me, let me, let me, um, let me, as as an educator. Mm-hmm. God damn it! Let us speak. Shit. Exactly. <laughs> gooder. Gooder. Let, let, let us speak gooder. We're not. We're, 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 not, in the, we're not in the classroom right now. Yes, I am. A, yes, I am an educator. Yes, I am a student. But we're gonna do things gooder. God damn it! All right. exactly. I said what I said. <laughs> exactly. And you better not change it. We're just doing gooder over here. Uh, let yeah, me see. Yeah. We got another voice from from him, and then when we get back to the first forty-eight, I am. Yo, Chrissy, I'm hearing your story, and I'm telling you that's exactly how I'm feeling. And we're in totally different boats, but as like poor Americans, we're in the same boat. And we're feeling the same way, dude. It was just like, keep rowing, keep motherfucking rowing or keep bailing the water out of the boat. And dude, I respect you for doing that because that is the hard part about being a human, white, black, Asian, whatever the fuck you want to get after. Dude, that is the hard part about being American, Chrissy. Mm -hmm. Facts. All facts. Yes, all these fun. is all facts. I promise you. I appreciate that, though. Like, thank you. Yeah. That's all I mean. I'm not saying I need validation, but I'm taking it any and everywhere it comes. So, thank you. I appreciate that. Facts. Let me see. You got one more, and we're going to get back to it. Yeah, a thousand percent, and this is not racist. I love I love Ebonics, and I when I worked in Florida, <laughs> it was a lot of that. And Gooder would be a word that would be yep. a company in the black community, and then the whites would steal yes. it. So we're just going to oh take God. it back first, See? make it a dictionary <laughs> word. Let's lock this up right now. You guys can have all the credit, but this is happening. Yeah, it, it has <laughs> to happen now. That, that, that's my new motto now. Jesus Do Christ. shit gooder. Like, yeah, that 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 is the, that is the name of the podcast. We we are going to credit our guy, just a guy, because yeah, like, and then I'm I'm actually going to name the episode. Do shit gooder and with a little yes. dash, just a guy. Just a guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. So let, let's get to the next first 48 article. Um, <laughs> now th- this one's interesting. Um, it's, it's not as fun as the first one where, you know, people appear. Actually, no, let me finish that article because there was more and I needed to get this out because it makes the article. So it says that the man could be heard screaming as he ran into the night on fire. The owner of the business said that. Uh, the immigration company told a local Fox News outlet that they held customers with the immigration process, right? But it says that a worker the next day said that the suspects apparently dropped their phones as they fled, and now they're in the hands of the authorities. So, what the hell? Oh yes. Oh my God. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Ah, that's what you did. We are, we are, we are in 2023 and we're still acting like we're in 2016. We gotta Absolutely. do better. Ain't we gotta do, we have got to do, do good. Gooder, you heard it. Gotta do gooder. <laughs> got to do gooder. Let's see. So the, ne- the next first 48 article, it says that woman says that she has no idea how a loaded gun with a scratched off serial number wound up in her purse as she entered a courthouse to support her boyfriend at his arraignment on gun charges. Oh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> See, you know what? Oh, no. <laughs> this is definitely 
This is this is giving Florida. Florida. This is Florida, Florida, Florida. <laughs> this is giving Florida. <laughs> Yo, what is this? Oh my! What the fuck is Yo, you I'm telling you, the, now? These first forty eight to start twenty twenty three. If this is how twenty twenty three is going to go, we might have something for the record books because this shit is wild. Um, it says that the woman entered uh, court today. Uh, held a pending dangerousness hearing on charges that she tried to bring a local gun into Superior Court this Monday. So following her arrest at one of the security cameras, the woman, Octavia Kelly, clearly she's black. Because um, <laughs> we knew she was black. Yeah, could, exactly. That's not Octavia the Kelly, come on. <laughs> Yep. So it says that she uh, she's in court for arraignment on charges of unlawful possession of a firearm, unlawful possession of ammunition, possession of a firearm with a defaced serial number, and unlawful possession of a loaded firearm. So, oh. yeah, so her bill is set at a hundred thousand dollars at her boyfriend's arraignment this morning on charges of unlawful. Damn, he had the same charges: unlawful possession of a firearm, second offense. <laughs> Possession of a loaded firearm and possession of a large capacity feeding device. Now, I don't know exactly what that means, right? It says that I she do. was also charged with. Well, his it name. means it says that, that more. A lot of fucking bullets. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, large, uh, this is yes, crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, a now, now everybody is probably going to be like, well, Greg, this might happen every once in a while. You never know what's in your purse and stuff, right? Let me explain to you what the district attorney, you know, put out as the letter. It says that Daniel Nucci said that at 9.55 a.m. today, the police and the Superior Court officers detained Kelly after courthouse security scanning devices detected a handgun among personal items that she placed on a conveyor belt. The gun was inside a clutch style bag, which was placed inside a shoulder style bag, a debit card and an EBT card. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> both <laughs> both in Kelly's name. This We is living a life. Oh my God. Here's the fucked up part about this whole thing. One, they were so petty to mention that she had a fucking EBT card and a debit yep. card in the bag. Yep. But they said that the gun was inside a clutch. So, mind you, the gun was in a clutch. She knew that it was in there because she put that clutch inside a shoulder-style bag. I don't, I don't know how women operate, but I'm like, okay, if a woman has a clutch bag and she's going into, like, a courthouse, she's probably checking her bag before she go. Now, if that's her, like, her gun holder, like, her you know the what do you call that shit like how she holsters her gun pretty much right then more than likely she knew it was in there she probably saw that pink little bag or whatever that she had with the gun in it and decided i'm gonna go ahead and talk you know i'm gonna go ahead and do this anyway right my issue is she told the officers i don't know anything about the gun in my bag oh <laughs> i mean you know how you're not going to just go ahead and terminate yourself. It don't even matter if that shit is your home dude was bleeding. His shit was leaking. Do you hear me? Leaking. He yes. had blood all over. He said, I don't know whose blood that is. <laughs> exactly. Like, but to, Nigga, it's to sit there and say, the fuck but is the thing, it's her purse. Her purse. And she like, I don't know who's at it. Nigga, it's your, come on, bro. Like, either way, guess the first 48 state where this woman went into a courthouse with a loaded gun and said that it wasn't hers after they found out. Florida. 
Florida, Florida, Florida. You see me or some shit. Now, again, would both of y'all be bothered if I told you this happened in Boston, Massachusetts? Um, I wouldn't be bothered. I'd be confused. Like, the what? That's us? I mean, that's not us. Oh, I mean, that is us. But it's oh, that's I believe it. Yeah. That that shit was crazy. We got Chris. Welcome to 2023. Chris, Hola. I know you know she joined in. You you missed hey, out yo, on happy, happy New Year. Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. So we, we have we have made it known that our, our new motto is to do shit gooder. We had a person by the name of Just a Guy. And just guy. he just said, you know, his his resolution was to just do shit gooder. So we all doing that this year. Um, I'm going to find somebody who can do some merch for us so we can put that on a shirt because we, we do need some new merchandise. And I think that would be a damn good shirt just to wear that shit and say, just do good, you know, do shit good. I, I'm with that. If, and he actually left two voicemails. Let, let's see what he said before he left out. Start the show as just being the gooder. But then make sure that on every listing, there's a producer that is just a guy. Even though I'm not involved in it, the executive producer is always just a guy. <laughs> see? This I, I like Give it. me some. Give me some. Uh, I'm so to make it a thing, but like I'm the only motherfucker listening. And, of course, I got to make it obvious. I'm the only white guy listening. White guy. So if you need impressions, like... Donald Trump, you know, like it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be the greatest thing. It's gonna be the best podcast. It's called the Gooder. Apparently, it's the best podcast. And then you just let me know. But I, I gotta, I gotta be a part of this, man. Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 need him to come on the show for sure. Uh, let me see. Let me let's get through the rest of these first forty eight. Because so, um, a viral TikTok has gone around. About an angry customer who jumped over the McDonald's counter and makes her own burger. So it says that the teenager was arrested after going viral <laughs> on TikTok for screaming at McDonald's staff, then jumping over the counter to make her own burger. The 19-year-old, who has not publicly been named, was charged with disorderly behavior, property damage, and assault as a result of the incident. In the video, she was filmed hurling abuse at McDonald's employees before heading into the kitchen and preparing her own burger. I will beat your ass up or I will leave. She shouted <laughs> at staff in the video as she grabbed herself two drinks before looking inside a paper bag asking, what's in that? <laughs> Yo, can you read this shit without laughing? Yo, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Ignoring the employees. Rec- <laughs> What'd you say? Was she on drugs? No. She, you know how, you know, people have just been doing shit like they go into like a restaurant or something and just like, I guess like you take too long and they decide they want to curse people out. Well, she took it the extra mile. So after she said, I'll beat you up or I'll leave, you know, she went around the counter, went into the drinks because, you know, a lot of these like new restaurants, they keep the drink thing behind the counter and they make the drinks for you. <laughs> she says, what's in this paper bag? Right. Ignoring the employee's request for her to leave. She later helped herself to a bottle of water before finally being detained by two cops. The police said in a statement around 10.35 p.m. on Thursday, December 29th, police were called into a fast food outlet after reports of a woman acting disorderly. 
It will be alleged a woman damaged the floor and threw a bottle of water at staff. The 19-year-old woman was from the northern suburbs and arrested and charged with disorderly conduct, behavior, and property damage and assault. Now, guess the first 48 states where they are going and jumping over fucking counters, stealing their own food from fast food restaurants. That sounds like DC Georgia. Georgia. Like New York or some shit. Georgia. New York. New York. Georgia, New York. That sounds like well, DC shit though. But it's New York. You said DC shit. Well, I said it's New York. It's well, New York. You said New York. Well, I'm I'm gonna tell you you were very close the first time because this happened in Baltimore, Maryland. Nigga. <laughs> this is, when you think about it, you're like, you know what? This is absolutely some Baltimore shit. That's absolutely some Baltimore shit. This, this, is, this is why people, people don't go to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. How you th- how you threaten to do the shit they want you to do? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, hey, uh, either you give me what I want or I'll leave. It's like, well, you can leave. And then she's like, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna make my own sandwich and get me a bottle of water. Exactly, some wild shit. Let me see. Um, next first forty eight article says that a couple was charged after kicking an eighty five year old um kicking out their eighty five year old mother days before Christmas. So it says that the couple is facing elder abuse charges after they allegedly threatened and kicked an 85-year-old woman out of their home. Lila Harris was living with her daughter. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It says Lila Harris was living with her daughter and son-in-law, Donna and Michael Schmeck. Uh, obviously, they white. And it says that the deputies told her. They don't like they fame. Well, according to the article, <laughs> it says that in an effort to ease the financial burden of the pandemic, living in the house you know, would have caused, she told, you know, the deputies that she purchased a approximately $30,000 truck in her daughter's name. According to them, basically, like, they just pretty much kicked her out of the house after they stole her collection of silver coins and did not pay her as well as they not paid the $30,000. So pretty much in efforts to stay with them, she like gave them a truck with the money that she had sold her house for. And then they kicked her out. So they got everything for free and then they decided to kick her out. That's the first 48 state where this should happen. Pennsylvania. That's a damn good guess. Q, what about you? You know what? I'm sticking, I'm sticking with my Florida thing. Florida, Florida, Florida. <laughs> okay. Well, that works. Chrissy, what you got? Um, I don't even know. I'm going to say Something like Indiana or some shit. That sounds that sound right. Okay. Well, uh, again, I, I must have some good ones today. This happened in Cherokee County, Georgia. Now, I couldn't tell you where the fuck that is, but I, I'm going to just go with Georgia. It got to be uh, at least six hours away yeah. from Atlanta because isn't, I don't know where the fuck that, Cherokee County Wait, wait. Cherokee I think that's Marjorie Trailer Park Greens uh, District. Well, go and, and that makes perfect that makes perfect sense q let me see Let, let's get to the next article so whew, the burglars call 911 to get help moving the stuff out of the house <laughs> Ooh, them niggas is high so, <laughs> so, so since two high. people were <laughs> oh, shit. so two people were arrested after one of them made the 911 call to get help with moving their belongings from a home that they were burglarizing Deputies responded to a home call on Saturday, or Saturday after 911 was called, but nobody spoke. 
<laughs> so at the home, the deputies concluded that nobody lived there, but they found a male suspect and his girlfriend inside the home after entering through an unlocked door. Deputies had been searching for the male suspect after identifying him from security uh, video as a burglar at a dollar store at a local store. Oh I'm sorry, at a local <laughs> town where several items were stolen early in the day. Wait, wait a fucking minute. So they, they went and robbed. <laughs> Yo, wait. So according wait, to this article, they had just robbed a Dollar General earlier that day and then decided to steal from a home and then called 911. It says while talking to deputies, the female suspect. Oh, this get, this get better. It should, this just says while talking to deputies, the female suspect told them that she had called 911 for the purpose of having law enforcement help them move their belongings from the house that they were burglarizing. They also wanted to get a ride to the airport so they could spend the weekend in New York. Motherfucker. Guess the first 48 state. Ain't no way. Them niggas was high. North Carolina. North Carolina. South Carolina shit. South Carolina. Yeah, I'm gonna go with South Carolina. Mm-mm-mm. Chris, what, what you got for first 48? I'm gonna go with Texas. <laughs> Chris was the closest. This happened in Poinciana, Florida. I think that's how you say it. Poinciana, yep. That damn Florida, Florida, Florida. That that's some Florida shit right there. They they had to been on meth or some on some type. I of definitely shit my vote is meth. Like <laughs> because yeah yeah. How, how you gotta be to just burglarize some shit and then be like, hey yo, we need help with <laughs> we got. No, they we, really we did say we need help though. That's crazy. But like, how do you do that? How do you just randomly like you know what? Yeah, we just we, we need y'all help moving shit like. Last, you call Ghostbusters. Don't call fucking nine one one. You know, next. Let's let's move on. Let, let, let's move on. Um, last one. Oh my god. So, man is arrested after being recognized wearing underwear as a mask after <laughs> going in his neighborhood as a porch pirate. So it says that the police department has arrested an alleged porch pirate with an unusual and questionably effective mask. The police department said they were made aware of the porch pirate on January 6th. So this is fucking recent. This definitely happened over the weekend. So it says that according to the police department, they were provided with surveillance images from ring cameras of the suspect and the flock safety system helped find the suspect's vehicle because he parked in their driveway. Unfucking believable. So it says according to the police department, they went to the suspect's house, knocked on the door and saw the suspect. It says that he remained inside the home and would not talk to officers. According to the search warrant that was obtained and signed after the warrant was signed, he exited the home. He was booked for five counts of larceny of KCSP, which is uh, knowingly concealing stolen property and grand larceny. Here's the kicker. If you're asking what style of underwear he wore, a thong. I knew it. I knew it was a thong. He... Imagine being a porch pirate (laughs) and fucking use like a thong of a thong, really? And they have photos of it. And video. That's where you at with it. So so yes, that's the first 48 state where porch pirates are wearing them thongs. You know what? Florida. We're going with Florida. 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 All the way. Yeah. Okay, y'all are going with Florida. Chris, you going yeah, with Florida too? You just going you gonna go with the trifecta? 
I, I'm going to vote for Chris. I'm going to say Florida too. But again, y'all would be wrong. Florida has actually been behaving in 2023. This happened in <laughs> Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, well, okay. All right. That's a state that I don't even fucking think. I don't even think about Tus- uh, Tulsa, Nobody Oklahoma about at all. Not a soul. That's like the f- that and like Iowa are like the forgotten states to me. So th- there's that. That's first 48 to start the year. Boy, yeah. We we started with the doozy. That that was some wild shit. Um, but I still can't get over the fact that them niggas really set themselves on fire. I was just thinking about that people. one. I'm like, these niggas are sucking motherfuckers out. <laughs> they are all because they're so upset about some immigrants. Set the goddamn office on fire or set themselves on fire. That's crazy. Set themselves on fire and then lock <laughs> the phone. Like you ain't think like, hey, you know what? Like when you get back to the car, you're like yo, I got to call somebody. Wait, what the fuck? Oh shit. Oh yeah, it probably got burnt. Because you know they probably thought that it was like you know what it probably burnt in the fire like no nigga like iPhones don't burn like that like first they of all definitely... I didn't know you were supposed to take your phone to an arson I just I thought that that was something that you just you can you travel as light as possible I just I yep. don't know maybe I could I could be wrong I mean I've never set anything on fire actively so there's that yep but shit yeah it was crazy to me but mm-hmm. here we are. All right, so let, let's get into the news real quick, and we'll get out of here. We'll make just a short episode to start the year. Um, let me just start by saying Elon Musk is a piece of dog shit. He uh, banned my account for eight hours because I said that he was an asshole for raising the Twitter blue price. When I signed up for Twitter Blue, it, uh, Twitter blue, it was $2. It went from $2 to $4, from $4 to $7. He is trying to charge people $11 for Twitter Blue. Now, Somebody would be like, well, Greg, why? No, exactly. So Twitter Blue is essentially a way to use Twitter more effectively. So you can, you know, your tweets get prioritized so people see it in your notifications. Good for somebody who's a content creator or people who just want their tweets to be seen. Um, you get less ads because apparently now Twitter is just like full of ads. I don't know why, but it is. And there's other little like features to Twitter. Like you can send larger videos and photos and stuff, which is it's a dope notion to have. The issue is Elon runs Twitter and he's... Oh, and you can edit tweets. That's the biggest thing. So you can edit tweets. So oh. up to like three minutes. Say, for example, you go and you sent, you know, you sent a tweet. Like no, minutes up to ago, 30 minutes. You decide... Up to 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Damn, they didn't change that. Well, maybe... It, well, I don't think it's still worth it. But either way, they, they've completely ruined Twitter by raising that price of Twitter Blue on top of adding space. No. You know, the spaces stuff that was supposed to be nice, he ruined that. Elon Musk is just ruining my favorite social media platform. So now I've started to go to TikTok and just watch twerkers and people just do absolutely dumb shit. But I will say I'm thoroughly entertained by TikTok, so there's that. Uh, uh, yeah. Next article. It's yeah. Um, ne- next article. I don't, I don't know how y'all feel about this. Um, I, I know I used to, but I had to stop sharing my Netflix password. But Apparently, in 2023, they are going to get rid of that altogether. So, if you're still using your ex-boo's uh, Netflix password, Netflix is coming after your ass. It says that 100 million uh, viewers watched the service using passwords borrowed from friends or family members. And while the service historically has looked the other way, they are preparing to roll out measures to shut the practice down completely. They said that they are considering customer backlash when it began to end password sharing. The company 
is saying that they are doing a gradual reduction in password sharing to test the waters. They are also adding pay-per-view content to its catalog, which would make users wary of sharing their passwords or uh, for fear of running up their bill. Now, what this means for you. Say, for example, I give Q and Chrissy and Chris my Netflix password, right? What they're doing is, say if you want to watch, um, like, you know, what, what's a Netflix thing? I think they don't fucking cancel all the good shit. I can't even tell you what's on Netflix. Georgia, but say, well, say, say that show, right? It's been free on Netflix the entire time. Well, now Netflix wants to charge two ninety nine. So if you, if you pay for it, it's two ninety nine because it's under your Wi-Fi. Like, it'll know that you're in a different location. But then when I'm at my house, it's two ninety nine. If Chris is using it, it's two ninety nine. So they're going to start piecemealing Netflix. Even though you already pay for the service, now you have to pay for individual shows within the service. Kind of like $2.99 every time? Yep. Just like Prime. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. Damn, they just and that's don't why Prime don't get used by me. Yeah, they don't yep. want us watching TV. How is that legal, though? <laughs> it's, I mean... What you mean it's not? Well, it is. At this point, it is. They, I mean, it's their service. They make the terms and conditions, and that it's the small, it's the fine print that we click past. Niggas ain't reading that yeah. shit. Yep, I know. It's I about am. as legal. But, it's about as legal as they wanted to be. But like at this point, just like I can't remember what it was, but it was that Indian guy that was like, "We gonna go ahead and we gonna like." basically make you pay for the internet like and i'm talking about yep. i'm not talking about just the like uh like your service i'm talking about like your like your 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 google your how your your internet browsers or whatever and there was something i, I can't remember what it what is oh we what already there low-key yeah we already there but they they did this they did this like three four years ago like he was he stood up there he mm. was lobbying for this shit like yes we need to make it's basically like making the internet a free market, which I get it. Like it's mm-hmm. capitalism, but basically like mm-hmm. making it so that um it protects the, the businesses so that they can go ahead and they can charge us like this. Like that's why it was so many people that decided that they didn't want to have cable anymore. So they mm-hmm. ended up that's why they went ahead and switched over to streaming streaming services. Well, and the same at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Breath that they went in and switched over to all these streaming services. That's when everything. Like, and now you're paying the same price. I, yes, you pay. Yep. And it's, everything is itemized. So it, at this point, what the fuck? I may as well just have cable. Well, that's that's what I had as an issue today. I was talking to my coworkers and they were like, they're so happy that they cut the cake, you know, they cut the cord and everything, which I would love to cut the cord. I personally still have Fios because. For me, it's just one cohesive thing. Now, somebody be like, it's expensive. It is. It's fucking expensive. But when I was looking at the prices for certain stuff, I thought that like YouTube TV was still $35. That shit is $75 now. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to pay $75 for less channels. Yeah. I couldn't justify it. But they're like, well, Greg, if you cancel Fios, you're paying like a fraction of what you pay. Because I pay like $200 for Fios. uh, Not uh, sorry, four files, but I have every fucking channel, every premium, every regular channel at live TV, 
DVR, all that stuff. And obviously, and doesn't and, you know, like Netflix that. come with that? Netflix comes yes. with that, right? Yeah. So you factor in all that. Now, mind you, the price for them, they might go up $10, $15, knock on wood. But I'd rather pay that and have all of my services all, you know, in one bundle versus going and saying, you know what, I'm going to pay YouTube TV $74. And the reason why I say that is because I was using DirecTV now when it first came out. It was like $25 a month. That shit is $119. And that shit came out four years ago. They just continue to raise the prices because they're like, hey, you know, even though it is a streaming service, they have to have contracts with what do you call them, with like actual cable companies, like, like I'm sorry, not cable companies, but like networks. So in order to keep getting Fox and getting ABC and like NBC and all these channels, they gotta pay those providers. Versus cable, they already got the contract. You're like, hey, you pay this fucking price, and they gonna do that. So I just personally, I'm not trying to get a whole bunch of different streaming services because I did the math today, and I was like, all right, if I pay for Netflix, uh, Prime. Hulu, uh, what's the other one? Direct TV, uh, stream, and all that other shit. It ends up being roughly about like 170 bucks. I just can't justify the price at all. But if somebody else does that, you know, be my guest. The alternative that I tell people is I use IPTV. I just get my fucking like channels for free. Q will tell you every sports channel on planet Earth, I got that. And I ain't paying more than what, $15 a month? I think it's worthwhile. But it's up to y'all. You know, if you want to know, you can, you know, follow us on social media and I'll tell you all about it. But let's move on. So I wanted to ask this originally to Iris because I know she likes to travel. Right. But there's a meta employee, you know, Meta's Facebook. They are well. they did. They paid three hundred thousand dollars for a cruise ship condo so they can work from home while traveling. Now, this is a new thing that's going around now. People, you know, that are able to have like remote jobs, they want a place to stay and kind of like, a you know, have a centralized hub. But you can't be like, all right, I'm going to go to Dubai one week and I'm going to go to Mexico another week. Now what cruise ships are doing is they're selling their like rooms as condos. And this person paid $300,000 uh, $300, for a condo on a cruise ship that will sell the world. So it's the ship itself is called the MV narrative and it will set sail in 2025 with permanent residences now starting at $1 million, which essentially there's going to be a whole bunch of like rich creatives and people who just honestly don't want to live anywhere. Instead of buying a home, you just buy a condo on a cruise ship and you can just honestly sell the world and travel, see things all from a cruise ship. It comes with, uh, what is it? The 237 square foot. So in my personal opinion, that's probably like a studio apartment, maybe, or maybe less. <laughs> it's a um, closet. That, that's a closet, right? So, yeah, that, what, 230? Yeah, that's, that's really small, right? So it says, they promise to let guests live permanently at sea at a price. The permanent 237 square foot studio went on the market this year for $1 million a room. So I guess the guy who bought it for 300000 he was forward thinking he got it for cheap, right? So it says the guy Wells from San Diego said that he was enticed by the opportunity to see the world while maintaining some semblance of a routine that would allow him to continue working. And the 12-year lease put a cap on the price tag for the soon-to-be digital nomad. The thing that excites me the most is that I don't have to upend my daily routine in order to go see the world. I'm going from this model where you go somewhere – you pack a bag, you get on a flight, you rent a room to now my condo, my gym, my doctors, dentists, all of my grocery stores travel the world with me. 
Now, I I don't know if there's grocery stores on cruise ships. I would get tired of eating that same shit and seeing a whole bunch of different people. Like when I say seeing a bunch of different people, you don't know who these motherfuckers are. And you just that weirdo that's just on every crew. Like it, it just looked a little bit weird for me. But I, I thought that was interesting. I thought I was gonna ask Iris, like, is that something that she would do? Would she like buy a condo on a cruise ship so she could see the world? How do y'all feel? Would y'all do that shit? Let's not all speak at once. Y'all there? Oh, I think everybody's still muted. Can you hear me? Yeah, Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, I said, hell yeah, I'd be down to do that shit. I'm trying to see the world. But the fact that I don't don't need to mind that it's on water, like that it's on a ship. I mean, if I had the Uh money, yes, I'd do it. I would definitely do it. Yes. It's not like a good opportunity. to live would on a you pay? Ship? Hmm. Don't think I'm not forgetting. To live on a cruise ship. As long as, as, as long as my apartment, my condo looks like a condo, I'm okay with it. I don't uh-huh. want it. I, yeah. Don't let it you know nothing where it's like it's it's at, like a carnival cruise ship. No, no. I need it. To, I need space. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Got to be it a has legit, to, like. It has to be luxury, like. Right? Yeah. yeah. Luxury, luxury. For sure. Ultra luxury, like everything. I, Absolutely. Gold plated and everything. Like something like that. Well, speaking on like I guess like trips. So what Iris was doing when she was in Mexico, they're calling it now something completely different. So, you know, just working remotely, they're calling it now hush trips. So hush trips are, you know, according to this article from Travel New York, they are the new work and travel trend. Basically, it's an ever-evolving change in the way that companies do business, <laughs> excuse me, basically allowing people to work from anywhere. The term is, I guess, according to them, allowing people to, in, pre, uh, I'm sorry, in pre-pandemic times, employers have felt inclined to inform supervisors of travel plans. However, as workplace norms got their overdue reevaluation, so has customers' needs of giving employees more information than necessary. And thus, the hush trip was born. According to Seaboarding Group, a hush trip is defined as a trip an employee takes that overlaps with working hours where they don't inform their company, where they are working from or where, you know, I'm sorry, and they leave some time left over to do some exploring. In other words, when they're done with their work, they just go. In its most transparent form, the hush trip is considered a workation, although the latter term typically involves more communication and coordination with your place of employment. That said, whatever you decide to call it, these travel con- uh, concepts are called bleasures at their best. Okay, now, the reason why that was hard to read for me is because these are the whitest fucking words I've ever heard in my life. Um, I've yeah. never heard of someone just taking the word leisure and adding a B on it as if, like, they're gang members and shit. Like, just call it leisure, bro. Like, a, a workation that would... Yeah, even hush trip, just, just say you, like, either take the time off if you have the time off, or say you're working remotely. Like I understand some companies would kind of frown on you being like, oh, I'm on a beach doing work. But why the fuck can't you do that? If people can do it at um, like Starbucks and shit like that, then why can't you? I thought it was personally bullshit, but I wanted to just bring that up as well. Um, let me see. Bro, what when, I first heard you say, when I heard, first heard you say hush trips, I'm thinking, oh, these is the savages getting yep. like 
training these niggas for, they, for whatever they got. That's what I'm thinking. But it really, it, yep. and, and you know, after you explain it to me, like it still sounds like that to me. Yep. It still yeah. sounds like that. I mean, you get paid and you get to go like out of town and you're not telling, or you don't have to tell your job like you going out of town or whatever the case may be. And you said that the job is exactly. paying for this? Yeah, apparently they're paying for it. Like, jobs are allowing you to have these hush trips. But it's like, is it a hush trip if, like, like if you tell your boss, like, straight up, like, hey, I'm just going to be available. Like, I don't want to take PTO, but I will work on my vacation. So would you mind if I'm on a beach? Like, if people who are taking those type of, like, jobs where they're on these video calls and shit like that, I'm more than sure, like, their job is flexible enough to know when they're on vacation, right? So why would they even... Why not? Why not? I mean, yeah. I wouldn't want to work while I'm on vacation, but if you know, if at this point you can work anywhere, like you're people can be remote exactly. anywhere, so it don't really matter. If, especially like if you got a job that like literally is on the internet, ain't no need, ain't no need. You, I don't, I, at this point, I don't even need to tell you about the country, bro. Like, only reason why I need to tell you about the country is because I don't got no service. That's it. Exactly. Well. The, the next article up, which is ironic, um, women by the name of Karen is dying out because women are deciding to legally change their names in order to escape the negative connotation. And According to the article from Baller. Ex- exactly. So, but, but trust me, there's a part two to this. Um, I was going to wrap the show up with this, but you know, I might as well do it in sequence. So it says, according to Urban Dictionary, we already know what the word Karen is. So small business owner Karen Taylor has revealed that she no longer chooses to be addressed by her legal name. As someone named Karen, when you go home and turn on the TV or go on the internet, uh, on the internet, you are likely um, seeing your name being misused. You walk around with a tag that says racist. Nevertheless, Taylor decided to change her name to a different one with a different origin. She is now in the process of making her new legal name permanent. It took me a couple of sleepless weeks to decide what I wanted to change my name to. Karen is a great name and being forced to give up your name, the first thing your parents gave you is a big deal, right? So, I I don't feel bad for you having to change your name for Karen. Like, I, I honestly don't. And the reason why is because of the following article, which you'll find very funny. There's a restaurant that has gone viral called Karen's Diner. So it's a viral restaurant chain that prides itself on rude service. And it's been accused of going too far after touching one customer's food. The restaurant, again, is called Karen's Diner. And they have restaurants across Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. And they promise great burgers and rude service, which they see staffs say whatever they want to customers with hilarious results, a.k.a. You go into a restaurant and your server is essentially being a Karen to you intentionally, right? But one video taken in the Australian branch has gone a little bit too far after going viral after one of the members of the staff touched some of the customer's food before eating it themselves and then giving the cameraman the finger. Oh. Yeah, this happened. Yeah, this you know that. Yeah, you're not finna touch my food. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, cool. don't touch my food. And I'm not finna pay you to insult me. That's you crazy. Exactly. Exactly. I, I was just a little bit confused by it, but that, that was something that happened again with Karen's. Um, this one 
Uh, what, what should we touch on? We don't need to touch on the Gen Z gadget thing. We can leave that alone. Um, I'm going to wait to get more information about the Mexico shutdown. I think that's important, but I'll wait until next mm-hmm. week to do that one. This is one that I, I definitely want to get y'all opinions on is Gabrielle Union. So she yeah. has a comment that says that she felt entitled to cheat on her first husband because she made more money. Well, yeah. hey, um, Gabriel Union, Brian. Yeah, um, <laughs> it, 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 it sparked outrage. <laughs> it, it sparked outrage. So, according the actual quote that she said was, "In our first mar- uh, in our first marriage, neither one of us felt like the marriage should get in the way of our dating. A part of it was keeping up with his activities, and I was like, oh, that's what you're doing. Oh, you're going to feel this one.'" Uh, she went on to explain that she felt justified in cheating at the time, saying, "I just felt entitled to it as well." I was paying the bills. I was working my ass off. I felt like that's what comes. The spoils of riches. Um, I want y'all to take the floor on that one because I, 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 Q, where was Q at? I, I know he has an opinion on this one. In prison. Um, I'm I'm at I'm at a loss for words. I'm at a loss for words. Like for I, thought, I thought the the whole thing of marriage, unless it, unless you specifically, um, <coughs> you know, unless it's, unless it's specifically specified by both parties, then this is an open marriage. What happens to you? Yeah, here. I can hear you, Chris. You're here. Yeah, we can. So basically what we're talking because you like you froze for a second. Basically, what we're talking about is Gabrielle Union and her quote. She said that, you know, pretty much she felt entitled to cheat because she was paying the bills and she was working her ass. Also, it was the spoil of riches. And, you know, Q was going into it. Um, I I don't really have an opinion on it because I feel like this is like the energy that's being given now. It's like. The same shit, maybe like four or five years ago, women be like, "Oh, well, men are oversharing how they cheat and they do this and do that." Now women are doing exact same shit, and we just looking at it like, "But wait, so I guess if men do it, it's like the end of the fucking world." But then y'all doing the shit now too, so it's like nobody's better than the other one. But y'all like y'all publicizing the shit. It, it, it in my personal, it just seems stupid. But I don't. I, know, mean, I just wanted to get y'all opinion or take on that. Well, my personal. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Oh, my bad. I was just going to say, like, when it came to that, once again, I feel like celebrities are oversharing in things that we just didn't ask for. And we knew yep. that she, um, sorry, Hazel going crazy, but <laughs> we knew that she had already cheated on her husband. She had already said that. But the exact reasoning mm-hmm. behind it, it was like, okay, now you're just doing that to start controversy and attention. But I mean, exactly. In one way, I, I mean, I understand where she's coming from because in so many ways, the financially um, more stable person usually has the upper hand. But I feel like mm-hmm. to voice that is kind of like narcissistic. Yeah. And that, that's how I felt it as well. Um, and I hate to be that guy, but like, I feel like Gabrielle Union, like, she likes, she's like a serial overshare. Like, Information that we didn't need, she gonna give us that shit, and it's like, bro, like you again. Like I don't know if that sounds like an asshole. It makes me sound like a bad guy, but it's like I don't know even if a, a guy, 
and who's worse? Because both of them, I just hear things that I feel like I just didn't need to know. You said Gabrielle and who? Who was the other person? Ada. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, who? And somebody, somebody, uh, Jada Pinkett or Jada oh, Smith, whatever, yeah. whatever you, no, whatever Jada, she wants I think to go Jada by. More so, I feel like Jada more so than Gabrielle Union. When I, I don't yeah. really hear much about Gabrielle Union. To be honest, maybe it's my mm. my ears to the wrong part of the ground, but like I don't really hear much as far as she goes, and I don't really mind when she speaks because I like her. But mm-hmm. also, I mean, yeah, this probably is one of those oversharing moments. At the same time, like somebody asked her, like it wasn't no, that was that was something yeah. that was prompting. Mm-hmm. It was that yeah. wasn't she just didn't come out of that, come out of the out of out of the sky and be like, yeah, I cheated on my first husband because yeah. I felt like entitled to. But it's just and and for her to be honest, in my personal opinion. If I'm going to cheat on my husband, first of all, if I feel like I'm taking care of you and I'm not talking about like on some partnership type shit, I'm talking about like mm-hmm. I'm cheating you. If I feel like I'm carrying you, oh my nigga, you might have to do what I say, period. Like exactly. I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds wrong. Just do what I say. Like just make my life easier because at this point I'm busting my ass to do what, what it is that I need to do and mm-hmm. you're in the way. If you're not, if you're not going to help me do mm-hmm. what I need or you're not going to help uh, you're in the way period now as yeah, far as like I mean it's not even to say like you know it's not to say that she was right like that's that's not to say that but it is to say like you feel your you you your your, your feelings are valid like her feelings are valid if she felt like he wasn't pulling his way because it's it's couples that can make money oh, excuse me I'm sorry it's couples where they have uneven income and you have Excuse me, and you have somebody, you know, somebody's making more money than the other. And sometimes, you know, okay, all right, if the woman is making, it's ways for them to go ahead and kind of make up for the fact that they're not making as much money as the other spouses. And that's where, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that this nigga was lacking something. He was not doing something. He was, to be honest, he was riding the wave. Like he was running no. away. I mean, I would, I would never like sign off on no shit like that. I would never. But then again, I would never sign off on financially holding down no guy. That's just me. That's me. That's my yeah. personal feels. Like I would, not, I'm no, I'm not gonna financially hold you down. No, I'm not gonna sign on no car. No, I'm not. No, I'm not doing it. Sorry. Yeah, that's not. It. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I, I feel like the exact same thing. Like I. If I know that I'm getting with you and you like kind of like a deadbeat to begin with, I'm like, nah, it's gonna be my way. Like it just has to be, uh, because I'm signing up for it. But yeah, you signing up for this shit as well. So whatever happened to you, like it's happening as a consequence of your actions. And I know that sounds like fucked up, but it, it just has to work that way. So hopefully, I'm giving like balance to it as well because somebody's going listen to the show and I'm like, well, damn, like Chrissy's a woman, so it, she says that. What if you know dudes did that? I'm like, honestly, dudes probably do do that shit. But the thing is. It's, I don't want to say it's not publicized, but the way yeah. we go about it as men is a little bit different. Like, the, the shit's sneaky versus a woman telling you straight out, like, hey, you know what? If you, you're a deadbeat, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. And either you can stay or you can leave. There, there's no ultimatum given for men because the ultimatum is like, if you find out, then you can make your choice from there versus letting you make your choice been, knowing it. That's always been a low hum in the background, though. Like, niggas going to do what they want, mm-hmm. period. Especially if they're taking care of a female. Like, 
that, <laughs> so sorry to go here, but you know, this is where you come in with a whole patriarchal society. Like you gonna mm-hmm. do like dog men have always dictated like the relationship, like how far you go in a relationship, whether I think you're married or not, or whatever the case may be. Like mm-hmm. they they've always dictated the relationship. So yes, that that kind of was the like the I'm gonna do what I want to do in the background. Like whether you whether whether you approve of it or not, it doesn't matter. I'm taking care of you. So get right or get left. Like it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. But when a woman goes ahead and she's vocalizing it, especially if and I don't I, I didn't watch the interview. I didn't read the article or whatever the case may be. She was prompted. That shit didn't just come out of nowhere. But like. She was prompt. Somebody asked her that question. So if she, you know, she asked the question, I'm not, I have no reason to fake the punk about shit. I'm going to tell y'all what it Mm -hmm. is. I'm going to tell y'all how it is. And why it's that way. Like, I don't know. I I can, I can respect her for being honest. I mean, maybe I wouldn't have gone about it that way. Like I would not have, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have did it or, or better yet. I probably wouldn't have been in that relationship. Cause again, my nigga, you are are the weak tip on the mama cat. Get away! Like we need to do something about this. Exactly. Like you, the anchor that's drowning me. Like no, no, and you're and it didn't sound like he was giving her anything. Cause if that was the case, she wouldn't have remarried. Bingo, bingo. Well, with that being said, let's get into the unpopular opinions of the week. Uh, I know Q probably has a few. He already told me last week he was gonna have one. So Q, what is your unpopular opinion of the week? Oh boy. Here we go. My unpopular opinion is corporations suck and and corporations suck. Corporations that suppose are supposed to serve that are here to serve kids, but really they're just out for their bottom line. Y'all need to go to fucking hell. I'm so serious. This is this is exactly what I'm. This is somewhat um, a true story of what I'm going through right now in my place of employment. With this particular employer that I work for, is supposed to be one of the leading, one of the leading childcare, whatever, you know, corporations, organizations, whatever. Like, however. There are some things that sometimes, and especially when you're working in schools that are low income, that are high poverty, sometimes you just got to bite it on the chin and just do what's right for kids. That's my mantra. Those of you who have been listening to the show over the past four and a half years that we've been recording, good God, we're almost at five years recording this podcast. But... My, you've always heard me say, and you know that my number one thing is we need to do what's right for kids. Do what's right for kids. And I have a severe problem when you claim, and, I, and I'm making air quotes as I said that, when you claim to want to do what's right for kids, but yet everything is about the almighty dollar. Yes, I understand. You're, this is a business. This is a business. And yes, and when you're in business, you know, your number one goal in business is to make money. But don't get upset and don't try to do things that undermine your employees because 
you're not making a profit off of it. I have a problem with that. When, when you go into, into business serving children and providing a service, which we know in terms of out of school time, out of school time, after school, one is inaccessible, at times inaccessible for those at the lower end of the lower end of the of the economic scale. If you want more information on that, read a thread that I posted yesterday on my Twitter feed. Y'all know you want to know my Twitter feed and find it in the show notes. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that because I chose this career of mine knowing I'm not going to get rich. I just want to be able to live comfortably. And now that I, you know, and because I have children to be able to afford to give my kids a good life and get them, you know, take care of their needs and provide for some of their wants. Right. So, Fuck corporations. Fuck y'all. Y'all full of shit. That's my unpopular point for, for this week. I felt that. Word. <laughs> so I'm going to go next, I guess, since you know, it's a pause. It's an uncomfortable pregnant pause. So, anywho, um, y'all know I'm in the military and everything. And this actually probably is more of a popular opinion. I mean, but it is popular among military culture. However, outside of military culture, is where look, everybody's like, boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. So, I recently just got, um, went through a height and weight. And I'm 62 inches, which is 5'2", and I'm 180 pounds. Now, that sounds like I'm fat. However, Greg can tell you I'm not fat. (laughs) Greg can tell you I'm not fat. I just have a lot of hips. Now, the Army has said I am fat. They're like, you 40 pounds overweight, and you are, what did they say, 6%. 6% over in your body, in your body fat percentage. First of all, I'm going to just say like BMI, BMI indexes, that's, that's, they're trash as far as I'm concerned. Like that's my unpopular opinion. My, I don't care what nobody, I don't care how, and this is for the people that are health fanatics. I'm not over here being sloppy or fat or anything like that. Like I'm not, over here being lazy. I'm over here working my ass off, trying to make sure that I'm within, you know, the standard. I'm working my ass off, making sure that I'm eating right, making sure I'm hungry. My nigga, I'm hungry. <laughs> I haven't eaten in like four months. And when I say I haven't eaten, I mean like I haven't like just indulged in the food that I want to eat. When I say that it's so it's, it's not only is it pressurized for women in the military to go ahead and like have to literally be a certain way, you know, be, be a certain weight. But it's also like you get, so first of all, they get these, they get these kids, they get these kids when they're young and they come in. And of course, like, yes, they 1920 or whatever. And you 1920, everybody got a banging ass body when they're 1920. 
So when you, you know, you would have been raised up in the military culture and you're like, hey, this is what, you know, this is what the standard is or whatever. So now you get these these people who can regurgitate what they feel like you should be doing. And I get that I should be able to, I get that I should be able to stay within the standard, but it's it's become very, very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. But it's just stressful. Like it's very stressful trying to maintain my weight, trying to trying to eat properly, maintain my weight, exercise, and then still have to go to class. Like now, so what they've done, they put me on. They call it um, remediation. It's fat PT basically. Mm. So I have to go to PT fat. <laughs> It's, that's what it is. It's fat PT. Like they put put all the fat people on this particular program, and it's like mm. it makes you feel some type of way. Like I know I'm not fat. I'm I'm small. Like I ain't mm. the, I'm not the smallest thing in this bitch, but I'm I'm small. I'm pretty. You know, pretty. I think I'm a nice size. So in either case, mm. like the shit, it, it doesn't do anything for your self esteem as a woman. And it doesn't do anything like it doesn't make you feel empowered or anything like that. Like the only thing that you can do is literally comply. So when I pass the fuck out on a treadmill or in the middle of a PT test, that's what the fuck happened. I'm going to be waiting on my man board, y'all. So unpopular oh, opinion. Lord. Fuck these motherfucking military standards. These them motherfuckers is crazy. They need to go back and they need to reevaluate that, especially for women that's have ch- had children, especially because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have any issues losing weight. Before I had my baby, all of a sudden my hormones is like, bitch, we in this bitch, we partying, like mm-hmm. they do what they want to do. So <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. But that's my popular opinion. Yeah, unpopular. Um, well, my mine is off the charts, so I'm gonna be quick about it. Um, ha- I'm just started by saying hashtag white people shit. Um, I sat over the holidays and I decided to get on Netflix and there was this this fucking show called The Volcano something about uh, a place in Hawaii called Wakari, right? So mm-hmm. long story less long, white people go on vacation to Hawaii and even though you're supposed to stay on a resort, you're supposed to stay in the area that you're supposed to be in, white people like to explore other people's shit. They don't go to their own places and explore shit. They go elsewhere and just do shit they have no business doing. So, the <laughs> island of Wakari pretty much told them that, you know, there's a live volcano about an hour and a half away. You're not supposed to go over there. We tell people not to go over there, but sometimes people just go over there when it's not active, right? Now, they said that it was supposed to, it is active every three years, right? So the last time, the last couple times that it went out was 2010, 2013, 2016. Now, if you're about to ask me, I'm going to give you the answer. Yes, these white people went in 2019. Yes, these white people decided they, they wanted to go at its active point. Now, some of them didn't make it back because, spoiler alert, some of the dummies died. Now, I don't want to call dead people dummies, but if we're just going to be completely honest here, this is peak white people shit. The tour guides told them, we don't take tours over there because it's a live volcano. On the like thing on Netflix itself. The local people said, do not go over there because there's no point of going over there because there's no communication from us to a volcano. So if something happened to y'all ass over there, the only persons or people that would know would be you and whoever took you over there. Now, anybody who's ever been on vacation knows that there's two type of people 
who take excursions. Now, they are the people who go to the excursions either through like a cruise ship or whenever they travel, they travel online, you know, they looked online for uh excursion or something like that. And then there's the people who go and just find the excursion when they get there. Now, I'm only talking about the latter, the people who just go on a trip, like say if you go to Mexico or even this place, you know, Wakari, Hawaii. What happens is these white people went to a whole bunch of people who told them no. And they paid one person who said, I'll do it. With the caveat of, I'm not getting off the boat. The guy told them he's not getting off the boat. And if people don't want to get off the boat, that's fine. He will show them around the volcano. But naturally, white people do what white people do. And they decide to get off. Right? So they get off the boat. Not only do they get off, they walk up and are taking photos of the live volcano. Now, oh. you'll be like, oh, yeah, well, well once, you, once, you, once you see the live, you know, the volcano erupting and being what it does, you know, earth things like happen, tornadoes, you know, earthquakes and stuff like that. But volcanoes, you, you, you kind of know what you're getting, right? Here's what really pissed me off. And when I said it was white people shit, right? They're taking photos of the volcano and people will tell you who've ever been on live volcanoes when, you know, not live volcanoes, but any volcano. They say the volcano isn't what kills you. You're already dead by then. It's the steam from the fucking volcano. So according to the documentary, the steam at the point where some of these people died was about 200 degrees Fahrenheit. 200 degrees. So imagine you preheat your oven. It's about the same equivalent of you sitting, like putting yourself in your oven on preset, like, you know, just preheating your oven. That's just steam, not actual flames, not, you know, milk, you know, lava and shit. Just the steam killed 22 of these people. And the chemicals, Q. Yes. Which is crazy. I'm not. I'm not the the biggest science guy in the world. But what I do know is live volcanoes. I just don't do. Now my mom, when I talked to her about it, she's like, "Oh, I've been on you know live volcanoes." I'm like, no, mom, you've gone to like a either previously erupted volcano or one that is like that is like grades when it comes to volcanoes. But you know, my mom kind you know kind of crazy. So I just let her believe in the shit that she thinks she believes. I just told her, mom, there's no fucking way you walked up on a live volcano. One, you black, and two. Nobody with any type of common sense is walking up to a live volcano. I'm going to land by saying this. I was really entertained by this documentary for two reasons. One, I'm black and seeing white people do dumb shit that has a a end result of being like, not death, but just being like a lesson was learned. Then, yeah, I'm I'm with it. Right. It's like, all right, cool. Y'all learned a lesson. We learned a lesson. We know not to go over there. Right. Which brings me to point number two. This happened, again, 2019. Documentary came out 2022, at the end of 2022. Guess where the family went in 2022 after the volcano, um, basically the town, had banned everybody from going to said volcano because their family died in 2019. The family went back and planted a flag. <laughs> no, at the live volcano. I, at this point, no. I said, "Okay, so, like, you, you you know, like in classrooms and stuff, the teachers like, what did we learn today?" I I literally told my father in law and my father in law white. I told him I was like, "Yo, like, this is some white people shit." I had to explain to my father in law 
exactly what white people shit is. Um, I told him the equivalent of like everything that you could think of that is white people shit without being disrespectful. Cause I'm like Bruce Willis movies, impossible white man, like action movies where like John Wick for a perfect example, John Wick's the, like the ultimate impossible white man. That's white people shit. Uh, Tom Cruise, he, he literally does movies. Like he does his own stunts and shit. He hung out of a fucking airplane while it was taking off. He climbed the tallest building in Dubai barefoot with no gloves or no fucking like, you know, suspension type of gear. None of that shit. Again, white people shit. But I had to explain to him this documentary because he was with all that. And, you know, he was agreeing that, you know, some of that shit was ridiculous. But I was like, I don't understand how you think that's ridiculous. But you don't think that this shit is because these are just regular ass people who were warned and then warned again. Then they were told no. And they continued to go. But then when you see the live eruption, one the son, he lost some of his family members because they were such I guess they were in awe of the molten lava and the steam and stuff like that. What he did was he ran and he had two options. He could either run to the airplane or run and jump into the water, you know, into the ocean, right? The ocean saved him because according to the documentary, the fucking steam from the actual volcano itself melted the fucking airplane so he would die going towards the airplane exactly it was that fucking hot the steam melted the fucking airplane so what he did was when he got out of the water because that protected him he said he was going to go and look for survivors now yes there were a few survivors some that actually made it to the water and it got to like you know when you go to a beach right there on the edge of the water so you're not that far into it and everything the difference is when the volcano actually erupted, obviously that stuff is like sprouting everywhere and it lands occasionally in the water. So these people were in the water for roughly, I think they said it was like maybe like 10, I think he said like 10 minutes that this whole thing was erupted. So people are like trying to hold their oxygen underwater and then coming up and then going back under and stuff like that. But there was this one particular couple and I'll end by saying this, this couple just got married they just got married they're on their honeymoon and you know how some white people i hate to sound disrespectful about it but they're like thrill seekers so they go and do like the most outrageous shit they did this and i felt so bad for them because the husband and wife they went and you know how white people dress when they go on vacation they they legs showing their feet showing and you know they don't wear like pants or you know like they just they're going on vacations. It's like they really about to jump in the water. My issue is you're going up to a fucking volcano. Dude had on a tank top, like look like swim trunks and the, the thong sandals. Right. So his wife had on like a, like a sheer top and everything. Cause they showed photos of them before. Um, according to him in the documentary, he reached into the boat when they actually got out of the water and stuff. And the guy who was like ushering the boat or like driving the boat said that his, I guess the guy, his fucking first layer of skin on his body when he reached to grab him just peeled off of his skin as he was trying to reach him to grab him into the boat. At that point, I said, you know what? I can't do this shit. So to, to lead by saying my unpopular opinion is this. When you're warned, you know, when you're warned about certain things from locals, 
just don't do it. And this doesn't have to be just a vacation thing. And I know sometimes people like go against the intuition and stuff like that. Some things are just common sense. Me, you're never going to see me jump out of an airplane. You're never going to see me bungee jump because I think of the worst case scenario. And the reason <laughs> yeah. why I say that is I, I haven't seen it happen. But the thing is, if I haven't seen it happen, I'm imagining me being the person that the shit happens to. And it's a weird way of thinking, but I just see that shit is there's no positives to this. I don't see myself going whitewater rafting. And the reason why is I just personally think like it's a little bit outrageous. I can't swim. So why the fuck would I want to go whitewater rafting? So there's that. Right. Um, going to a volcano sounds a little bit ridiculous to me. So my unpopular opinion is this. We as black people aren't telling white people not to have fun and be adventurous. We're just saying there's certain shit that y'all do that we can't do. Because we think about what the worst case scenario would be if we did it. And I'll close again by just saying this. In this documentary, there are no black people. So, again, I just wanted to clarify that. Because, again, my father-in-law, he asked. He was like, well, you know, this could have happened to anybody. And I was like, Dad, like, there's no black person. There's no brown person. The brown people of the land told them no. And they said, nah, fuck it, we're going to do it on our own. So, Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. But uh, again, I think the the documentary is called like the volcano something something Wakari. It's on Netflix. I highly suggest y'all check it out. Um, it, it was a really entertaining thing, but I just I felt so bad because it's like in my head I'm like yo this is the whitest shit I've ever seen. It was really entertaining, but then to find out at the end of the documentary like yo like y'all went back three years later, kind of like mocking the volcano like yo like y'all can't do it again but the thing is in the documentary they, when they said it they're like yo we've shut down that island you can't get to that island there is nobody that's going to take you to that island and they still managed to find somebody to take them to the island which is like and then you plant a flag that is the most cultural appropriate like that's the whitest shit ever like <laughs> you go back to something that literally lets you live and you're like you know what like i'll take the hint you know they, they planted a, you planted a flag either way I, I think i'm done that, that that's my unpopular opinion i know i, I talk too much about it but I, I really want people before y'all cancel y'all netflix accounts please please i implore you go see that goddamn documentary i've my mom watched it she was entertained the you know in-laws they were entertained and i'm not the best judge of like streaming services and their shows and stuff like that but that one Please mark it on your list. Watch that shit before you watch Wednesday and all of other crazy ass shows because I was thoroughly entertained by it. Again, peak white people shit. Um, I'm going to do what I got, just a guy said, and you know, just do shit gooder. I, I wish that they would have done shit gooder. I'm going to do sh- uh, shit gooder. Uh, I'm sure Chrissy's going to do it. Q is definitely going to do it. Nike said just do it, but we just saying just do shit gooder because. Yeah. That's the resolution for 2023. Um, I've been Greg. I want to let them know where y'all are, you know, where you are on social media. If they want to follow you, if you want them to follow you, and we're going to get up out of here. So, Chrissy, what about you? Chris, what? What happened? Do you want, like, your social media? Do you have, like, any social media? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, she did that on Instagram. And I'd rather not say on Twitter. And Chrissy Barbie on Facebook. So follow me. Do what you gotta do. I got I'm funny as fuck in real life too, that y'all. So go ahead and, and do that. I really am. 
She ain't lying. She ain't lying. <laughs> hey, Q, Q, what about you, sir? Uh, you, can, you can find me on Twitter at censored. You can find me on one um, that other god awful, other god-awful social, social media platform, Instagram at um, censored. Basically, oh, it's censored. Yeah, he, he, he's censoring himself in 2023. Um, y'all can follow the podcast at uh, Why Be Bothered. You can follow us on uh, Instagram at Young Black Pod. Uh, you can follow me if you wish on social media. I'll allow you to find me because I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to type it out. But it's like, what, what is this? Al Sharp Tongue on Twitter. Instagram is not for people to follow me, so y'all can stop trying. There are right now 68 people who've been trying to follow me, and y'all going to sit right where y'all at. Um. Thank y'all for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace, y'all. Bye. See y'all tomorrow. Peace. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com.